0: Praise the Lord. Well, why don't we walk on water tonight? I'm aware that the Lord is speaking very deeply to our hearts today to lead us in a spirit of faith so we don't lose direction. We're strong and steadfast. The word of God this morning so pure and clear, so sure and unmovable for our lives that we hold on to the words from God And even though there's testing and trial, and we face many situations of life, we must hold on to that little mustard seed, because soon it starts to sprout, and it grows, and we see visible manifestation. And we go on to the glory of God. From faith to faith, the Bible says, from glory to glory, from strength to strength. Well, tonight, I want to speak on walk on water. A few weeks ago, I was fretting a bit. In the matter of finances, you know personal and corporate I don't know if any of you ever had ang- have had anxiety about finances or economy or situations like that, but I was feeling it nothing in particular but you know that low-grade grind that's weighing on you and you're believing the promises of God, and you're speaking the promises of God, and you're pushing against that temptation to be so concerned. But it was there, calling on the Lord. This thing lingering for a few weeks, really. And then, praying about it, I heard a voice inside me. I heard a scripture inside me saying these words, O you of little faith, why why do you doubt? Oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? And I said to myself, that sounds like the words that Jesus spoke to Peter when he began to sink as he was walking on the Sea of Galilee. And so I turned and looked it up, and there it was in Matthew 14:31. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt, O oh, you of little faith, walking on the water, a miracle life, and a time of doubting, a time of perplexity in Peter as he walked toward the Lord. Now let's pick up Matthew fourteen nineteen to 21. Take up the whole passage. Then Jesus commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass. And he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitudes. So they all ate and were filled, and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. Now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. 15, 20,000 people could have been fed that day with five loaves and two fishes. Verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, over to Capernaum where they lived, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves. For the wind was contrary contrary winds now in the fourth watch of the night fourth watch is 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. late in the night now in the fourth watch of the night Jesus went to them walking on the sea and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were troubled saying it is a ghost and they cried out for fear But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying be of good cheer it is I marginal literally I am do not be afraid and Peter answered him and said Lord if it is you command me to come to you on the water so he said come and when Peter had come down out of the boat he walked on the water to go to Jesus But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat The 12 disciples came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Jesus and the 12 disciples had just fed 5,000 men plus women and children with five loaves and two fishes. A miracle ministry. You talk about a great church service, a gathering of the saints, and now it was time to go home. And say they, so the disciples got into the boat. Jesus said, I'm going up into the mountain to pray. Maybe he'd take the route by land. It was only, you know, three, four miles across the northern Sea of Galilee at that point to get home to Capernaum from the other side. The disciples, I'm sure they settled in. My, they had a beautiful day. They were still basking in the glory of God. The anointing was all over them. They were rejoicing, talking about what had happened, the miracle, the feeding of the 5,000. Can you believe what happened? They put the sail up, out for a nice evening sail, just enjoy the next hour or two, make our way home, tuck into bed for the night. Wow, what a day. And all of a sudden, things began to change. The wind picked up. And all of a sudden, it began to howl, and the sea began to get choppy, and all of a sudden, these disciples were in a circumstance they weren't expecting. Contrary winds. The wind was contrary. I don't know if you've ever felt that way. You just came out of an amazing church service. You're so faith-filled. You feel invincible. You just want to walk on in the power of God. You get into your boat And you sail away from the house of God, praising the Lord. But it's not long after, and all of a sudden you hit some contrary winds. Some people don't make it out of the parking lot. Some by 10 o'clock Monday morning have lost all the sense of what happened the day before in the house of God. Because the circumstances are there. The moment, the agitation, the turmoil, the winds... And all of a sudden, you can't even remember the service you came out of and how God spoke to you and how you felt under the power and presence of God. And you say, where, where is Jesus? Where did he go? Why isn't he here? What's he doing? Why is he taking so long? And then, four or five in the morning, here comes Jesus, strolling across the Sea of Galilee, the sea calm between, beneath his feet, big smile on his face be of good cheer fellas you gotta be kidding me really lord he said it is i be not afraid the i am is here they're now living in fear a few hours after that last church service and he's still living in cheer lesson number one when you come out of a great church service try to not lose the victory too quickly (laughs) try not to lose the victory too quickly or how about not lose it at all stand in faith hold to faith hold to the promise of god hold to the promise of god Lesson number two, walk on water. Peter said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come on the water. And Jesus said, come. And Peter climbed out of that boat. He got out of that boat, and he stepped out onto the water, and the water was calm where he walked, and he walked to go to Jesus. Peter walking on the water. Some might say, What's the point? Why would Jesus entertain something so seeming frivolous? Why answer such a request? I mean, it seems kind of silly in some ways, doesn't it? Peter's out there walking on water. There's no real spiritual significance to what he's doing, there's no material benefit to anybody there are no great crowds around to view this awesome miracle and bow at the feet of Jesus and get saved just a few disciples looking on say what's the point well my response is does there always have to be a point can't God just have some fun with us and we with him does everything have to be so serious and calculated all the time? Or can God do something with us? Bring something into our experience somewhere, sometime, somehow, that when we remember it the rest of our life, it'll bring joy to our eyes and laughter to our hearts. Hallelujah. God wants to have some fun with us. And we're so serious have you ever felt God speak to you wow God spoke to me maybe spoke to you in a vocation maybe in marriage in business in ministry in a church building project in personal finances in the purchase of a house in the purchase of a vehicle And my, you're so thrilled as God's speaking to you and you take that word from God. I believe God spoke to me and you begin to walk out, begin to walk out by faith. You know, walking by faith is so beautifully impossible because you're living by a word from God. But as you get out there and you begin to journey, all of a sudden you run into some circumstances And things get a little choppy, and you wonder what's going on, and all of a sudden you get a little concerned. Did I really hear from God? Was it really he who spoke to me? Maybe it was myself. Maybe it was just some imagination I had or some emotion. Did God really speak to me? Did I really hear from God? Did I set myself up for a sink, a failure, an embarrassment? Say, is it possible to sink? Obviously it is. And that's why we have to hurry back to a faith spirit. Peter began to sink. He had a word from God, just like you and I, a word from God. But all of a sudden, instead of living by faith and walking by faith, all of a sudden we see the wind, the howling wind. We begin to walk by sight instead of faith. We look at the circumstances and we're perplexed. Is it possible to sink? Yes, it is. That's why we have to hurry back to a faith spirit to believe God, to believe God. Peter cried out and said, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. And the Lord immediately stretched out his hand and caught him. And Peter walked on the water again. Peter walked on the water again with the Lord. I've walked on water And so have you. God's given us some victories. God's given us some miracle moments that, when we think about them today, they still put joy in our heart. We walked with God. I did it. He did it. We did it together. Victory in a personal area of your life. Victory in physical healing. Victory in business. Victory in ministry. Victories in your family, victories of God in our life that you know are impossible, except you have a word from God. Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. And Peter and Jesus walked together on the water for a while, and then they climbed back into the boat. And Peter had an experience that no one else had. Only he, out of all the disciples... And it lingered in his heart, and it blessed him. It was a wonder in his life. It was a secret between he and the Lord. I walked on water in that area of my life. I was held up by nothing but a word from God, and God made it possible, and I now live in the strength of that experience. What about the other disciples? Do you think they kicked themselves? Every time they thought about that amazing night, why didn't I ask? Why didn't I ask the Lord? I'm sure he would have said, he would have bid me come. Why didn't I ask the Lord? Why did I cling to the safety of the boat? Why did I stay where I always felt comfortable? Why didn't I ask God for some new things? Why didn't I ask God to lead me? Why didn't I ask God for something beyond myself where I could walk out with Him? Other people to the casual observer, it might appear reckless. It might appear appear a little frivolous. But to you, it's a wonder from God. It's a word from God. I wonder about those disciples, how they felt as they thought about that night. What do you think? Do you think if they would have asked Jesus to walk on the water that they could have walked on the water that night too? Come on, you know he would have said yes. Peter's the only one who asked. Come walk with me. Come walk a miracle life. Come walk a walk of faith where you're held up by the word of God and you've got a word of God in your life that will sustain you and keep you and hold you Can you imagine all the disciples out there that night, all 12 of them, walking around on the Sea of Galilee, laughing, talking, rejoicing? Andrew calls over to Thomas in the wind. This is insane. Unbelievable. Nobody can walk like this. We can. walking on water walking on water why can't god do some wild and crazy thing with us to put joy in our hearts to lift us up what a beautiful sight if we could see it in our spirit all the disciples out there all 12 of them walking around rejoicing with jesus a party on the water and then they all climb back into the boat The grace of God, the beauty of God. He wants us to walk on water. He wants us to take hold of a miracle word in our life and hold to it. Is there anyone tonight, worship team, come? Anyone tonight, do you have a sinking feeling? It's possible to sink through unbelief and doubt. It's possible to sink because of sorrow. It's possible to sink because of distress and discouragement. It's possible to sink beneath the waves because of loneliness and doubt and unbelief, but the Lord today is calling us, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? You know I spoke to you. I gave you a word. You were so sure it was me. Now get back to it. Get back to that word of God. Run back to a faith spirit. Take hold of the Lord. Call out to Jesus like Peter did. He will catch you immediately and he will pull you up and you can walk on in the power and strength of that miracle word once again. If we want to walk with God in this life, it is a walk of faith. We will always experience the incredible presence of the Lord, but we will also experience testing and trial. Contrary winds will come. But if we put our heart in the Lord and keep our eyes on Jesus, we will walk out our life, walk on water with the Lord, held up by nothing than a pure word from the living God for our lives. Let's stand together tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go back to the words that God has given you. go back to the marriage word maybe you've run into contrary winds but you know it was the will of god in your life you committed your life to your marriage partner husband wife until death do depart go back to the word of the lord winds are contrary say i can't walk this anymore you're walking by sight instead of faith. Go back and hold on to the word of the Lord and begin to walk in the miracle of the Lord again. Finances, ministry, house purchase. Wow, we heard a word from God. We bought this or that, prayed about it, felt good, felt peace. Lord, if it's you, bid me come. You felt him say, Come. But now the economy is howling and the boat is tossed by the waves. What am I gonna do? Hurry back to a faith spirit. (laughs) Hurry back to a faith spirit. Jehovah Jireh is still the provider. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. A little testing and trial, it comes along the way as you walk on the waters. Contrary winds don't let them take you down keep your eyes not on the circumstances don't walk by sight the Bible says we walk not by sight we walk by faith we walk by the word of the Lord and faith is the substance it's the substance of a word from God so you know the Lord has spoken into the house today hold on to faith fight the good fight of faith don't let go of faith. Keep faith and a clear conscience. Push back the doubt and unbelief and say, God, you spoke, you spoke, you spoke, you spoke to my, in my family, you spoke over my children, you spoke over my finances, you spoke over my life and ministry. I believe God. I believe God. Here he comes. Strolling across the waters. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. Come and walk on the water with me. Hallelujah.